Production value through the roof. It's the 24th episode of These Nuts. No, we're not called These Nuts. It's just The Nuts with Pet Shop Eddie, Shoop Dog, and Commando Jassy Mac. Do I have some co-hosts tonight? Shoop Dog, um, I know you were in Vegas last week. I called for you a few times to some to some barren echoes and and bird chirps and and crickets. Are you with me this week, my man, Shoop Dog? I'm with you, baby. <laughs> he was with us for a second. Okay, there he is. I'm in the house, baby. I'm back. The Shoop Dog is back. Limousine riding. And he's better Woo! than ever. Jet. Lear Jet flying. I can't keep these gators down. No. Who said that? Uh, Who said that? Happy Gilmore did. It's Ric Flair, baby. <laughs> Shoop Dog, welcome back to the pod on number 24. We're actually also joined by our third co-host, Commando Jassy Max. She's in the house. Jassy Mac, where are you at? The bar tonight? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was your oh, controversial, yeah. controversial commando tonight. I'm wearing women's Nike athletic shorts, and they do have built-in underwear. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Commando, not so commando tonight, after all. Yeah, Jassy, that's uh, a bit of a that's a podcast. I know it's a podcast violation. You'll have to be, you know, given a five minute major penalty in the box. And that was one of your suckouts, Jassy. You can't just yeah. go back. Yeah, I know. When I when I put them on today, I got them out of the bottom of the closet because uh, th- there was some laundry issues, and I did think about it when I put them on. I was like, uh oh posing today <laughs> it's like me having a sandwich with bobo mayonnaise all of a sudden i mean you just can't do it's it. like me choking a chick out with her own braids exactly all right so we're getting into the 24th edit. let's shuffle the deck here our co-hosts are back we have a little vegas teaser shoop dog i got vegas Built into a segment later in the episode, so you're going to have to tease what you did all week until later in the episode. Are you okay with that? And just tell us what you did on the 4th of July yesterday? Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll tease that. We may may even have a surprise guest to touch on some Vegas happenings. Terrific stuff. Good to hear. How was your day yesterday, buddy? You want to know about Independence Day right now for me? Just quickly, yeah. You know, just a little quick you know, reintroduction. Nice, yeah, I had a nice lunch with uh, Brenda's parents. Okay, and, good. Uh, took a nice cat nap and went to work. I'm off for five days in a row, and I got Corb with me, so it was kind of like I had to grind out Fourth of July weekend so yep. the others could have their fun. Now I get five days off, and it's all good. I kind of like work in a bar during festive times anyway yeah you're that kind of guy for sure and thank you commando what'd you do anything fun um gary's uh aunt and uncle live in stanwood and they have a huge piece of property and a big pool so like an actual pool so we took maxine up there and did swimming and saw the cows and chickens and yeah, it was it was a really nice family time. Terrific. It was 
It was completely sober. Well, that's awesome. Um, without further ado, let's move into the episode here. Last episode. Uh, well, what shoot. the hell did you do? Oh you man! Just ask us. Oh, sorry. I'm, what is this all about? Uh, what are you, what are you incognito? It's all about you, not about me. Now uh, we hosted, and we live uh, just about a block away from a lake, and so we had a bunch of people come over early. We did a quick lunch, a little Independence Day lunch, and then we all took our rafts and canoes. And my one buddy Iza, who was on the pod, not Izzo, just Iza. He has a huge. Uh, he has a couple of huge rafts or uh, party boats, essentially. So we tow it out to the middle of the lake and then get the beers out and the music on and dive in and just sit out there for a while. So that's what we did. And then we came back from oh, dinner. Yeah. So lots of fun. Let me ask you guys. Go ahead, uh, Eddie, Messi. Did you guys have corn on the cob at your parties yesterday? T- typically, yes, but yesterday I didn't. So I had corn corn on the cob. My oh. question was: I expected you guys to have it. My question is, do you guys like to eat the corn on the cob old school where it's just you double hand it and you twist it? Or do you take the butter knife and go down the side? All right, before anybody answers that, and I'm not trying to be a sexist guy on the podcast, but if you butter knife your corn on the cob, then you need to hand in your man card immediately. There's only one way oh, to eat corn on. on the cob. Come on. I'm sorry. Tell me you're a butter <laughs> knife man. I, you know, I've been dabbling with the butter knife lately. Oh, and I gotta admit, I, I need less dental floss or toothpicks after that's, I consume. That's part the of the friggin' uh, that's part of the experience, Shoop. It's like it's well, like you can you can still give it a like, once over. It's like saying like, oh, I want to go to the beach and I want to enjoy the waves and the ocean and the sun, but I don't want any sand in my feet. Like, fuck off. That's part of the goddamn experience. That's really, like really get, lame, Shoop Dog. Trying to get laid and throwing a bag on. Uh, Maybe uh, that was a little far. Yeah, not quite relevant, but let's keep moving it here. Let's keep moving it forward on the nuts with Pet Shop Eddie, Shoop Dog, and Commando. Hey, quickly, last episode we had AK and Izzo on. They smashed you. They, they, they said that you're the worst co-host in history. And, uh, you know, I'm the best guy ever. You know, I listened to the pod, Eddie, so I, I know that's... Uh, uh, that's not true. That's not true. Okay. I, I just want to give those guys a major shout-out. I enjoyed last week's. I listened to it when I got back. took a while. It was an hour and 40-some minutes or whatever. But I kind of think maybe... I kind of think maybe we got another seat. I, I actually really enjoyed... The four voice kind of combo. Okay. Well, so, I don't know. That's that's just something I thought about. And your boys, Iza and uh, AK. Yeah. I swear to God, I'd cast these guys in a movie. AK reminds me of Quentin Tarantino. Well, it's funny. Reservoir Dogs. It, it's funny you mentioned that because AK has already expressed interest in coming back on and specifically talking about one movie. Uh, but we'll tease oh, yeah. that for later. Now, uh, we had a couple of errors, or at least a couple of people call me out on the same error, talking about the referee in the Holyfield-Tyson fight. Go ahead, Shoop. Yeah, man. It's Mills Lane, <laughs> not Miles Lane. I mean, it's an understandable mistake. It's one letter away. But Mills Lane was like one of the most popular refs in boxing history. I know. When you have the vast sports. Who said, who said Miles? Uh, shut up, Jassy. Oh, was it you? <laughs> it was Pet Shop Eddie. <laughs> it was Pet Shop. So, okay. 
you know, when you got the vast sports knowledge like I do, sometimes you get a letter wrong here and there. I mean, give me a break. I came up with the guy's name for the most part. Uh, but that was really it, uh, and we'll talk maybe more about that episode throughout this episode, but let's move on to our next segment, which is whole cards. Shout out to Iza because he doesn't like the segmented poker references, but I live by them. So what's our whole cards today? Of course, it's 24 in sports. Now, I'm going to take a back seat for just a second. I was told by one of my co-hosts that they, I won't give away the gender of said co-host, they are more prepared this week than ever. So, do either of you two have a 24 in sports and want to take the lead on this one? I'll let Jassy go. And Griffey <laughs> Thank you. I'm very happy to hear All right. that. And, and I do want to say that the first time that I came on this pod, uh, I had another Mariners story. So, if, if Eddie, you want to invite me to tell it at another time during this segment, well, start it off. What? Why? No time like the present. All right, fine. Yeah. So um, this is one of the reasons that I ended up playing and watching baseball. Um, when I was six years old, my babysitter was dating the Ken Griffey Jr. She only dated him for a few months. But when I was a kid, it was a very big deal. And I actually had to have my mom come into school and tell my friends that I wasn't lying. Oh, cool. So. <laughs> yeah. So she the, broke up with him because his boat was too big. Oh. Um, that was her. That was her excuse. Is that a. Is that a I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that. Story. Is that a single entendre or, or did, did he really have a boat? Are you talking to me? Yes. His boat was too big. Was it? Was he being literal, or was there some sort no, of? No, no, no. His butt, not his. Boat. Oh, his butt. His butt. Yeah, <laughs> she was. She was way younger than him. She was like sixteen. Every woman I've ever talked to said he had a Wait, terrific. He, she was sixteen. How old was he? Because I don't know if you should even answer that. We might get a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it was nineteen eighty-eight, so. Gosh, was, I don't know. How old was he? He's like a cool 23 years old. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was 20. So you just heard that Heard that here, folks. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr., statutory you-know-what no. with Jassy's homegirl. <laughs> I'm just calling what it is, Pet Shop Eddie. He was born in 69. So He was in high school, that's for sure. He was 18. He was 18 or maybe even 17. <laughs> All right, I might have to call my guy up in the King County courts to see what's what. Well, anyways, it, All right. was, it was a very big deal for me. Good job, Jesse. Appreciate you. Even me, Billy I appreciate you being prepared for twenty-four. Uh, shoot, you got anything uh, around the league in number twenty-four? Yeah, 24? let's stay in baseball. Let's okay. stay in baseball right. at number twenty-four. How about Willie Mays? Willie Mays is on my list, my brother. I appreciate you saying, bringing him up. Um, What about one of your – go ahead. Sorry. Well, Well, what about one of your guys last two weeks ago, Ricky Henderson? Oh, he's so on my list. In fact, he's kind of a quasi-focus of this episode. So, again, I love that you bring him up. Uh, So let's get into it right now. Ricky Henderson, one of my favorite baseball players of all time, probably top five to be fair. Um, loved his style of play, uh, disciplined at the plate, uh, had more lead-off walks in, a, in the inning, lead-off walks, than, like, 
most Hall of Famers have walks collectively in their career. Uh, I think he had 796 just lead-off walks on in on the inning, and we all know how many times a lead-off walk comes around and scores or bites the defense in the butt. So, I mean, just the guy. And then, of course, that his nickname was called Man of Steel, spelled S-T-E-A-L, uh, for the Superman slash stolen base king himself. And I just love that small ball type. I had I looked something up here, guys. The 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 current active leader in in the majors for, for stolen bases is Elvis Andrus. Andrus, whatever you want to whatever however you want to pronounce it. A N D R U S. He's Andrus. Andrus. He's thirty four. Okay, so here's here here. Just think about this for a second. Let's give him ten years of age right now. I'm going to make him ten years younger. And that he's 24 years old, okay? We'll keep all his stolen bases. And I'm going to say he's going to play 15 more years from the age of 24 with all the stolen bases he has now. If he steals 65 bases a year in those 15 years, adding on to his current lead of the major league, he still wouldn't have as many stolen bases as my boy Ricky Henderson, okay? He has 1,406. No other major leaguer has more than a thousand, and that's sort of kind of in my trivia too. So I won't go much more into that. But I love Ricky Henderson. Love that he's twenty four. We get to talk about him on the pod. Shoop, thanks for bringing Eddie, him up. That's that's just one dimension of his game. Oh, man. I know. I could play the D. He could hit bombs. No, I, absolutely. And, and well, yeah, and he did hit a lot of homers too. Um, and he's in the he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, of course. Um, but but I loved him because of his small ball, right? His walks, his his especially lead off an inning walk. And then he stole second, sometimes stole third, and just produced runs. Um, he's the he's Major League Baseball's all time leader in runs scored. Which for me, in nineteen yeah in nineteen ninety three when Lenny Dykstra was leading the league, I I was telling my buddies, what stat is more important than runs scored? <laughs> Last I checked, the way you win baseball games is by scoring runs. And Ricky Henderson is Major League Baseball's all-time leader in run scored. So I just love him. I appreciate you throwing him out there. I'm going to sit back and see anybody else got more are before you, I are go. Are you a, a New York Yankees Jerry Curl, Ricky Henderson? Nah. I'm, fancy neon green. I'm old school. Glove, Oakland, Oakland A's. Yeah. Like, I like, of course, he played with, I don't know, maybe eight or nine teams because um, he kind of bounced around towards the end of his career. Blue but Jays, yeah. maybe the Padres. Mets, yeah. Toronto, well, I got yeah. another 24. I'll switch to the NFL and I'll stick to your city. Beast mode. Marshawn Lynch. Okay. Jassy city. Cause I don't consider Seattle my city. I I'm, I'm a transplant out here. So that you were talking yeah, to you're Commando. A resident. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I am a resident. You're right. And I do love it out here. Don't get me wrong. I just don't consider it my city. All right. Jassy City. city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Uh, is Seattle's nickname, by the way? The Emerald City? Yeah. Emerald City. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? They got anything else? Uh, Evergreen (laughs) State. I think. Evergreen State. We have a few other things, but no. Not on the pod. Uh, okay, so do you have anything on Marshawn Lynch, or are we just name dropping? That's fine to name drop because I got a few to name uh, drop. I, I'll, I'll, all I can say about Marshawn Lynch is uh, great running back at the University of California, by the way. That's all and you can then, say about him? 
And then what sticks out the most to me is when he took one to the house in Seattle and yep. the 12s got so loud that it set off like a mm. seismology or seismologist or whatever the hell you yes, call those sport, things. That, it's sports lore out here. I believe the year was 2012. The 7 and 9 Seattle Seahawks were hosting the 12 and 4 New Orleans Saints by way of winning the NFC West, who the best record in the division that year was the 7 and 9 Seahawks, hosted the Saints and smashed them. And that was called Beastquake, I believe. Uh, as he's going in the end zone, he turns around and grabs his crotch. Uh, so <laughs> lots, of, lots of Seattle sports lore out here. Uh, that all just came from the top of my memory. Jesse, am I correct about all that? You are right on. It gave me goosebumps actually hearing you uh, say all that. That was, I mean, that was at the highlight of my football time uh, because I had just, I, I'm not a fair weather fan with the Mariners, but I am, I was a fair, <laughs> a fair weather fan with the Seahawks. No, no more though. Well, um, they, that started it. Like that was, that was like the, the time of my life, uh, learning to love the Seahawks yeah, at that time. I love yeah. that. I love hearing that. Now that wasn't, that might've been a great play. That's sort of one of the highlights, but they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. I think it was two more years before they won the Super Bowl, which clearly, would be the the yeah, highlight falling, falling in love with a sports team is yeah true even good point better than yep. falling in love with a, a human because it's just like you said i don't know about that <laughs> well, I, mean, you have, I never uh, got banged by the pittsburgh steelers <laughs> oh and you're you're at the high of somebody out there, there probably could say that and be like you know jesse i agree with you i i know some <laughs> chick yeah right it's 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 not like a great uh, comparison for somebody who's newly falling in love. I will give you that. Shoot. All right. Let's keep her going. Any other 24s, you guys? No, nah, man. Your turn. Shine. Okay. Sweet. So just a couple of quick name drops. Uh, Mike Lieberthal, longtime Phillies catcher. And then Roman Quinn, uh, who's no longer in the Phillies. Essentially, let's be honest, the guy stunk, and I really shouldn't even bring, be bringing him up. But I, I loved his game. Because it was modeled very similarly to Ricky Henderson's game, uh, but he just didn't get on base half as much. His his speed killed for sure, and when he did get on base, he was dynamic. Uh, but the guy couldn't hit. Uh, I think he I think he's a, maybe a career one eighty, and he had a, maybe parts of three seasons for the Phillies. So I was always rooting for him. Um, uh, played center field too. It just had that speed out there, but uh, never. I'm not even sure if he's still in the league, but. Uh, just a couple of quick name drops there. And then Flyers-wise, Gary Dornharfer, I bring him up because he's one of the guys who, quote-unquote, taught me the game of hockey. He was uh, the color analyst as I got into watching the Flyers in the early and mid-'80s, and he was there with Gene Hart. And uh, a lot of times in, the, in, in between the periods, he would go over a play, and he was famous for uh, – because he was kind of an older guy at that point. He plays head – his heydays were in the 60s and 70s, and he would go – you know, he'd have a replay going and he'd have the telestrator up and he'd go, stop it right there. Stop it right there. And sometimes they were a little slow on the draw. So he'd have to say it three or four times, but he really did explain a lot uh power play stuff and penalty kill stuff and just kind of team hockey in general. So I wanted to shout him out, but that was just Philly. What about non Philly 
athlete Kobe Bryant. Now I know he had a couple of a couple of numbers, but twenty four was one of them. And Kobe, maybe, what do you think? Shoot, top three easily all time NBA guy. Well, no question about that. If there's anyone that I believe is comparable to Michael Jordan, it's Kobe Bryant. Otherwise, yeah. you know, it's a stretch. Yeah. Even even LeBron, frankly, it's just, and it doesn't have to do with stats and accolades and what's whatnot it's just more like his on-court presence but i want to ask you this yeah. he was 24 but he was also eight right barry bonds was 24 with the pirates then he moved to 25 so yeah and i saw bonds to too. throughout your entire career or no i think you just get a special mention in the podcast and of course nobody more special uh to bring up then than both of those guys really for in their respective sports my one last name was um oh shoot did i draw uh, oh i got uh, willie mays you already brought it up and of course we're none of us were uh, lucky enough to watch him play but to say hey kid uh certainly worthy of mention on our podcast uh before we move on any era Eddie, how about that golden era of uh baseball where at one point in new york city the three starting center fielders and within the boroughs were uh, Duke Snyder, Willie Mays, and uh, Mickey Mantle. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty sweet. Uh, pretty, pretty unreal, and really, the you, you go golden era of baseball doesn't do it justice, right? I mean, those guys' names are still just plastered all over record books, and um, wonderful. You know, I wish we could go back in a time machine and watch some of that stuff. So, good job, Shoop Dog. Uh, thanks, Jesse, for bringing uh, Ken Griffey Jr. If we've missed anybody, let us know, guys. But let's move on here. Sticking in the whole cards, we're going to go to this day in sports history. Now, I wanted to start out with a Philadelphia reference uh, as is becoming more and more commonplace. 1953 on this day, Robin Roberts, who's a Phillies pitcher, a longtime Phillies pitcher. Ready for this shoot? He makes his 28th. Consecutive complete game. Now, I realize times are different, and specifically when you talk about complete games, the game has completely changed. But still, 1953 is not 1853, and 28 consecutive complete games, dude. That's something to something to behold. Yeah, that's insane. I want to know more about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what were what was his average pitch? pitch count per game what was his win loss in that yeah uh, and i, I didn't know the dude through 28 straight <laughs> games at nine innings yeah good god i know it's crazy different back then yeah and you know what's a little frustrating about the complete game stat is because i did do a little bit of research um uh, you know when you go to career leaders in complete games like literally the top 120 are all from the 1800s right because back then they just threw them out there and there was no concern over arm speed and arm health and, and it just they threw them out there so that stat i think for my money more than any in baseball gets a little clouded by different eras uh, but like, like i said 1953 wasn't that long ago and it was certainly it stood out back then so it stands out to me uh, for this day in sports history. But, yeah, we'll look into Robert. Robert Rodgers is a great, great Phillies pitcher, probably at this point uh, maybe only surpassed by Lefty Carlton and Roy Halladay, who didn't really even have that much longevity in Philly. Uh, so, Robin Roberts, a shout-out to him. 
Um, did I? I'm sorry. Did I just hear like a, a an Acura Integra downshift in someone's background? <laughs> Wasn't in mine. Let's see. If, Is that you, Jassy? Commando, are you heading home? Commando. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I'm not on mute. My bad, guys. <laughs> are you at the pub? Uh, yeah, I am, but I thought I was on mute. I'm sorry. Well, don't forget to unmute when you want to uh, bring something to the table, Jazz. Otherwise, okay. yeah, sounds good. Uh, shoot, I got a couple other things here. There's lots of Wimbledon winners, which uh, a little bit teaser because I'm going to talk a little bit about Wimbledon later in this episode, but I'm not going to bring up any of those. Uh, specific, well, actually, there is one later. Okay, uh, moving on I think here. The tennis majors are the best out of all the major sports, by the way. I'm Do you? That they have different surfaces. Okay. I think that is insane. Well, we you know, that's very relevant to some stuff I'm bringing up a little bit later, Shoop. So put that in a Tupperware uh, container and Lock keep, it up. keep it fresh because I'm going to refer back to that and heat it up a little bit later. Uh, Mark McGuire on this day in 1987, he becomes the first rookie to hit 30 bombs before the All-Star game. So uh, obviously 87, just before the, you know, the heyday of, of, uh, of needle ball, uh, juiced, juiced athletes, but Still a pretty impressive feat for 1987 to hit 30 bombs as a rookie before the All-Star game. Yeah, they clearly didn't know how to pitch Big Mac, and he was hitting them deep. 30 bombs before the All-Star break? Yeah. That's crazy. Rookie, dude. Rookie. Yep, so I thought I wanted to bring that into the pot. And then another callback to Ricky. 1993, Ricky Henderson leads off both games of his team's doubleheader that day with a homer. So to your point that he could smash the ball as well. First time that happened since 1913. So that was 1993. So Ricky's still hitting them hard, hitting them long. Yeah, exactly. Love that. Uh, And then, okay, so then I do have a a Wimbledon one here. In 1997, Yana Novotna, a woman, lost to Martina Hingis. Um, And... It's only significant because four years earlier, not on this particular day, but four years earlier, she lost to Steffi Graf in what has become, unfortunately, and by the way, Yana Nevada passed away of cancer um, a few years back, but um, that loss to Steffi Graf, you know, everybody calls it Yana's kind of choke choke game. Now, I watched it live, and Steffi Graf did have you know, a surge in winners um, and, you know, started playing much better. But Yana Novotna also started hitting it about three feet below the tape into the net many times for some unforced errors. So, shoop, here it was. It was the third set. So, women's tennis majors, they played best of three. So, they each won one of the first two sets. And in the third set, she was up three games to one and she was serving at 40 love, okay? So she had one point to get to be up 4-1 in the third set in the final Wimbledon. And all of a sudden, shoot, and I will never forget this, she starts hitting it, like I said, into the middle of the net or four or five feet right or left of the, of the, uh, of the line. And again... Full credit to Stephanie. Are we talking somebody might have thrown the match? Is that what you're hinting No, at? no, I'm not. Not at all. I want to be clear, and obviously it doesn't make a difference. No one's listening to this. It matters. But I do want to be clear. I'm not saying she threw it. I'm saying I saw her 
become overcome with the pressure of winning her first women's tennis major and Wimbledon and her legs started shaking and her hands were shaking as she was. And this is all on YouTube. Um, uh, I'm sure the full match is on YouTube is what I'm saying. So, um, Yana Novotna, this day, 1997, loses to Hingis, but back in 93, I was watching live when she lost to Steffi Graf and really had Wimbledon in her grasp. Now, thankfully, she did win Wimbledon later, um, so it was not all for naught, but still a notable sports memory in my mind for 1993. And then the last, this day in sports history, I got uh, Women's World Cup, which is starting in 14 days, two weeks from today. Uh, in 2015, excuse me, let me hit the cough button for a second. In 2015, Carly Lloyd scores a Hattie and the United States women beat Japan 5-2. to two. So that happened on July 5th, 2015. Shoop, do you remember that at all? I, I can't say that I do. Ah oh, man, I'm a big woman sports guy. I, I'm a big sports guy in general, whether it's women or men, and I think... Uh, you know, you as my co-host needs to up his women's sports game. What do you think? Hey, I'm always open to suggestions, and I'm aware <laughs> that there's always uh, uh, room for improvement. So I'll see what I can do. All about right. That. Well, that wraps up this day in sports history and whole cards in general. Let's move on to the flop. Now, Shoop, I got two se- I got two topics in this segment. Okay, uh, one of them is going to be the perfect game from Domingo Herman. It just happened exactly a week ago tonight, uh, right after our podcast recording. I uh, turned off our pod and got a notification from Billy and ESPN app that Herman was perfect through seven. So my Maggie and my Ned and I sat and watched all three of the last uh, two of the six of the his last six outs, uh, eight, eighth inning and ninth inning. And the eighth inning, he actually had a three and one count on a guy. Uh, so I was nervous for him, but he pulled through. And then 27 up, 27 down, Shoop Dog, only the 24th time in Major League history. It's a very, very rare feat in ma- in the Major Leagues. I know you were in Vegas. Did you? What was your experience oh, I, out there? I had some downtime right about the same time I was watching um, some ESPN. Beautiful. And uh, I, I saw that they were tracking that. Um it's an incredible it's an incredible feat because it's like it's like they're preordained or something it's like all of a sudden the offense can't find a hole you know because oftentimes there's great defensive plays it's not like oh you know, absolutely seven up yep. 27 down with strikeouts and you know josh donaldson was playing tough over that would be a record base. by the way there were some uh there were some good plays in the outfield that i remember and um yeah, I don't know. It's incredible. And, uh, I, we've talked about perfect games on this pod in the past before this one happened and how much we both love them and we get excited when they happen. And today's age, when you can get notifications that they're in progress and you can tune into them. Um, and, you know, so like you're saying, so much has to happen for three up, three down for nine innings straight. It just doesn't happen. Now, we were looking, my kids and I were looking at even more rare instances and there's only a couple of things that are more rare than a perfect game. Some of them are a little ridiculous. There's only been one time in history of Major League Baseball that the same player has had two grand slams in the same inning. So obviously the team batted around <laughs> quite a few times, 
but that's happened once. So that's the most rare feat that we could look up. Wow. Yeah, and then there were a couple that others. That would pad the stats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eight RBIs in just one particular inning. That's pretty good. Um, eight RBIs, eight total bases. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. Just in one inning. Now, Jesse, I know you're still muted. If you have anything about the perfect game, uh, please uh, chime in. If not, we're going to move on to the, another, another topic here in the flop, which is going to get your attention for sure. Shoop Dog, I wrote into this segment, what happens in Vegas gets discussed on the pod. You were in Vegas last week with the Mrs. Brenda. The floor is yours, my man. Tell us how it went, and if there's a if there's a third or a third co-host, uh, you know, laying around the room. Now's the time, brother. How to how Vegas go? Vegas was awesome. Tell I'm us. trying to see right now if I if we're gonna have someone join in and give some details. All right, tell us about it while you're waiting, will you? Where'd you stay and all that good stuff? She got cold feet. That's all right. I'll handle it. <laughs> um, Vegas was a blast, man. I mean, it was like a whirlwind, like a 48-hour in and out. Okay. Uh, the weather was great. It was like 98 degrees. So those of you that know Vegas know that that's a very comfortable uh, degree to be in out there. Dry heat, no yep. humidity. Yep. Uh, stayed at the Virgin Hotel, which is really nice. Um, I believe it was the Hard Rock at one point and then – was uh purchased by uh hilton anyways um we got in early was able to get a sweet upgrade had that panoramic view beautiful that deep soap tub um it was great now now uh, last time i was in vegas it was just after uh well actually it was probably a year after the major part of covid but um the the pool's still closing at 6 p.m or what's the deal yeah, that was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, uh, I think it was actually seven p.m. Okay, but and, and I don't really know what the deal is with that. Well, I think it has day. has been around longer than COVID, but for some reason, and somebody might let us know during the week why that is. But yeah, I was I've been disappointed that the last couple of times I've been there. Go ahead, go ahead, Shoop. Uh, Brenda says hello, but she's gonna elect not to <laughs> uh, to to be on the pod. All there right, sounds good. Talks. Yeah, she got cold feet. She doesn't know what her okay, her voice is going right. to sound like. I Jesse, said, you're really low voice. audio. I said, babe, don't worry about your voice. I sound like nasally than I might have had a stroke recently. I hate the way my voice sounds. Hey, we, we skipped over that uh, segment a little bit, but you had some some kind or unkind things to say about co-hosts last, last week, didn't you, Shoot? Yeah, I don't know Iza or... AK, they sound like nice guys, but just the listenability factor of their voices, I, I, I loved it. They sound like they could be two of the biggest assholes I've ever met in my life. Not to say the content discussed on the pro, on the pod uh-huh. uh, validates that, but just I don't know. They had very unique sounding voices. Maybe it's a Philly thing. The three of you are all from out there in Philadelphia area, anyway. But- yeah. Only one. Oh, oh yeah. What? What? Yeah. One of them's from uh, what? Deerport or something like that. Allentown and Downingtown. Allentown. Yeah. yeah. No, AK gave me love, which I appreciate. Izzy was hilarious. <laughs> Izzy was giving Jassy the business. He was like, "No, Jassy, this is the problem that we're talking about." <laughs> so, 
So I thought that um, AK was saying that my problem was that I, I wanted attention, but he was saying that my problem was attention. That you don't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was, I thought he was calling me out because- Jesse, if the shoe fits, wear it, girl. From people. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a female. I love having attention. And then Billy was like, no, that's actually not what he said. Pay attention. He's calling you out for not paying attention. And somebody but, brought up when we were talking NFL draft and, and, uh, and Jassy's like, oh, they're going to take so-and-so high because he's an Aries. And uh, yeah, who was on that was like, hi. wait, what would you say? Hi, my buddy. Hi, like, yeah. Heine, because he's a fucking Aries. You heard her, right? What's the <laughs> yeah, problem? Yeah. <laughs> But I have to say that um, I every single shindig that I go to uh, of Eddie's, I freaking love all of Eddie's friends. Like it makes oh. me want to stay friends with Eddie because uh, all because of, his of my friends. friends. Are, How fucking sweet of you! Are so are so cool. Like seriously, Jesse. Whenever I, I come over your house, I, I really them. like your neighbors. So I'm really want I want you. To, I want to stay in your life so I can stay in those neighbors' lives. What the kind of fucking compliment no, like, is that? Every Halloween party, poker, birthday, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, Eddie's got a cool group of people at his house. So I'm, like, just always so happy to be around. I'm, like, I just don't ever want to leave. Wow. All right. Well, you know, Eddie's a good dude. So clearly he uh, he attracts good company. All right. We're getting back into the uncomfortable area. So let's keep it moving on here. Enough pet shop yes. Eddie ball washing. Shoot. Did you see any shows in Vegas while you were there? I did. All right. What did so, you see, buddy? Okay, the first day it was fun. We hit a little dive bar, hit a taco shop, got a nap, and then we got all dolled up, hit the town, went to the Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Beautiful. That was really fun, dude. And that was that was uh, Brenda. By the way, Brenda, with her permission, had uh, her name is D. D. Her name is D. No more Brenda. No more Brenda. Now, how do you spell D? Well, here's the thing. She's a beautiful woman. With, her name is Sadiqe, but oh, she goes by I love a D. It. I love it. Okay, yeah. so single letter beautiful D. D-E-E. -E. Okay, we'll D. go D-E-E. -E. Okay. Well, I like so Sadiqe. She, she set up Sadiqe is beautiful. I know. I think yeah. I might just call, start calling her Sadiqe. Do we have permission to use her full name, or does she? is it one of those, like, don't call me Sadiqe? No, nah, she likes Sadiqe, but I think maybe it was just, like, more of, like, a – easier know, like maybe her dad said it or other her like no i love it i mean I, obviously i love nicknames i nickname all my buddies so maybe her ethiopian family would use that fun fact about ethiopian names a lot of double vowels did you know that uh let's see i got i know paulo's p-a-u yeah. now you do yeah okay Shoop, did you take a picture uh when you guys got all dolled up yeah i have so many pictures will, we will look great together Will you send to me? I have to admit I was a little butthurt that I didn't get any pictures. Oh, well, I don't know. We were having a good time. We were having a good time. <laughs> so after we after we hit up the wax museum. Well, hold we on, went hold to, on. Uh, so, hold on. We can't let this pass. Shoop, how yeah. dare you be in Vegas having fun with your new girlfriend and not think about Jassy? I mean really. I mean, what an asshole. <laughs> Plenty of people go commando there. There's like plenty of reminders. <laughs> yeah, like every reminder. You can't throw a rock when hitting somebody without their underwear on there. You should have been thinking we about Jackson so the whole time. Fun, I mean, I love Vegas. I was thinking about you all the time, and I didn't even get like one picture. Not one picture. I was like, wow. 
Snoop Dogg. Well, I have several to add. I, don't worry about it. I, well, you're not. A, what do you mean? I had. A, I was posting an Instagram story like crazy. Yes, he was. Well, I don't do. I don't do social media because I go down the rabbit hole and I'm really. So whose fault is that then? Stuff like that. No, it is. It is mine. I just. I was thinking about you, and I really would just love a picture. Of I'll you tell you what, Shoop. I'll steal a couple off your gram. And I'll send him yeah, to Jassy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Right. Thank you, Eddie. Shoot, so fi- after, finish up. Go we ahead. Went to, we went to the Cirque du Soleil Beatles show. Terrific. Love, dude, it was, I was moved. I, I shed a tear. It was like something. I never experienced anything like that. Awesome. We had great seats. They know what they're yeah, doing. They, was, they invoke was, emotion, evoke emotion. Oh yep. Good job. And then after that, we hit the strip for a little bit, went home. Okay. And um, we can stop there. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, sports while you're in Vegas, whether it be, you know, at the books or nothing, huh? No. Just a little bit of gambling here and there when we'd sit down at a bar for a drink. I'd do some video poker. Okay. I hit one machine. Oh, my gosh. D's drink of choice. She got this, like, four-foot plastic (laughs) tube full of slurpee and malibu and i was worried sick she paid like 40 dollars for yeah. this thing it had six shots of malibu was that on fremont was no, that we went to fremont the second day but uh, that was at a place called fat tuesdays on the strip okay because trace loves a place on fremont street she gets that same damn thing where it's like bigger than her it's taller than her but shoot i'm gonna ask was she after it though i'm sorry eddie go ahead go ahead how, how, how was she after it? Did she down? Did she finish? She it? downed it and got a refill. <laughs> she found out that you can get like a discounted refill. Yeah, because you bring the cup back and they're like, "Oh, yeah. you're a customer." Yeah. All right, Shoop. Yeah, I'm gonna have to answer. Gonna... Shoop, Shoop. You've you've mentioned this on the pod, so I hope I'm not overstepping personal boundaries. But uh, did you enjoy Vegas sober, or are you having drinks? Oh, I'm sober, man. Okay. There's so many cool. There's so many cool non-alcoholic beers out there now. Yeah. So that, you, uh, I mean, that's a huge temptation, and you've sailed right through with fucking flying colors, or what? Well, a hundred percent. There Sweet, was a crossover baby. a long time ago for me, where I, you know, sobriety is sobriety is euphoria for me. I okay. love being able to drive. I love being able to be in control and understand what's going on. And terrific. Yeah, I used to be a fucking party animal yes. maniac i was like, there I with you. you did you see that oh yeah are you kidding right. remember when we called tp oh yeah right, drunk right, off right. our asses so shoot i congratulate you for that uh hold on strength. i got a bomb i i, I got a bomb Go i gotta tell you something all right i showed up to vegas with a girlfriend and left with a fiance oh jesus <gasps> no well uh, <laughs> let me be the first to say then soup dog my congratulations to you and your beautiful D no, fiance. Are you you're ki- he wouldn't you're play. He wouldn't play you like gotta that. You got to strike when the iron's hot, baby. Oh my god, oh, I'm dying. Oh my I god. offered her a lifetime I'm max. Like- she signed on the dotted line. Oh my freaking god. Uh, I am- Do you believe this, Jassy? I'm a little I'm, like my butterflies <laughs> in my stomach are going crazy like i have adrenaline in my body right now well oh yeah dude me too it was crazy it wasn't planned it's kind of planned kind of planned happy 
Uh, all right, so we got wait, we got to keep the energy up on this pod. We're all a little speechless here. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, wait. Did wait? Did you meet the mom yet or anything? Yes, we had we had a lovely Fourth of July meal uh, together yesterday. Her and, name is Pat. And, She's fantastic. And, and does Pat know? Did you? Yep. Did you tell? And 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 what did Pat say? Did you bring flowers? Um, I mean, oh my god. <laughs> no, it's you know. Dee was like, let me handle this one. And it's, she's going to have to catch her breath before you guys have that talk. So, I, I mean, it was kind of an unspoken. Um, so what's happening? At, I, uh, I told my mother. My mother's thrilled. Is that right? And, yeah. Diane's in on it? Yeah, my mom is thrilled. She's like, I'm happy for you. You guys look like you're having fun. And come oh. to find out, her and my dad kind of did the same thing. So she gets it. Well, I'll tell you what. They well, had we were a... being like secret squirrel about it for like this whole time. And now it's all of a sudden marriage. It's amazing. Well, they didn't say anything about marriage just yet. They're just engaged to be married. Well, you know, settle down, Jassy. Uh, yeah. well, well, I need to be friends with Eve really quick. So, because I've always wanted to be a bridesmaid. I've always just been the bride. <laughs> You've only been a bride and never a bridesmaid. Usually oh, yeah. it's the other way around. The, the saying is I'm always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I know. It's fucked up. But I've, I've wanted to be a bridesmaid my whole life, and I've never been able to be one. Well, shoot, Everybody's it's out on the air now. So now it's, you know, so, you're settled. Yeah, so so D, uh, give her all my information. Uh, I, I've been She's a listener. She'll be hearing this. Yeah, like I, I, I know since she did the Malibu thing with the regal, her and I would get along really well. Sports um, podcast. Okay, I'm sorry. Carry on. You said organic, and so that's all I gotta say about that. Oh, it was yeah. organic. That was an organic reaction that you crowbarred yourself into the wedding party. Well done, Jesse Mac. Well done. Uh, okay, again, sincerely and officially, congratulations, Shoop Dog. I hope you guys continue to take it one day at a time and, and, and you know, build a really good base layer of, of love and respect uh, between you two. And I can't wait to see where your relationship goes. I can't believe that you are engaged. But my congratulations to you, my brother. First time ever. Never done it before. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Shoop, I'm so privileged. I can't believe I'm getting to experience what, this right now. What day was it that you... That you got down on a knee, or did you get down on the knee? Yeah, please tell uh, us I, how you did. I didn't get down on a knee. It was, <laughs> it was a, a different position, but. Um, oh Jesus! We're making love. Shoot, what? Shoot, <laughs> no. what day was it? <laughs> it was the first night, which I guess technically was the second day. So was that Wednesday night? Yeah, Wednesday. So Wednesday the, morning, I guess you could say. Okay, so same day as Domingo Herman. So that yeah. will always be, you know, linked. A, no per- hitters, a perfect day. Engagements. Yeah. A perfect day. A perfect engagement oh, in Vegas. So giddy right now. I'm like a child. Shoop, I am so freaking I like my heart feels like it's just exploding with love. I'm so okay. happy for you right now. Thanks, Jesse. You Let's know- <laughs> Go ahead, shoot. Yeah. Go ahead, shoot. Listen, Pet Shop Eddie, I was smart <laughs> enough to know that the moment was there and I had to capitalize. Hey, I, if I would have let it pass, who knows? Don't, don't you tell me that I'm disapproving of this. I, I, I'm absolutely ecstatic for you as well. Uh, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm, you know, I've wished you congratulations two times and I hope every day it gets better and better from here on out. It. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Thank you. Absolutely. And like you said before, strike when the iron's hot, dude. Go for it. Uh, fuck yeah, me. And, Who the fuck and, am I anyway? Fuck me, in my yeah, opinion. Eddie? No, I wasn't even insinuating that you were yeah, being that. Yeah, because I, I, I wasn't. Like, no. I wasn't. I'm a fucking man. I know when to step up and do the deal. You are a fucking man, Shook. You are. I got that B B D E. My only, my only. If I sound like I want to move on, it's because that's true. Just because I'm thinking of the listeners right now, and they don't know you as much as I know you, Shoop. And as they are getting to know you, I just think it's a little less interesting and for them to hear about this. And we'll talk about it more as we end our podcast because I'm excited for you. Completely interesting to everybody, Eddie. Well, I don't know. I feel like somewhere Izza is saying, geez, turn the fucking page. Oh, I can definitely hear Izza saying, turn no, the page. No, wait. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to send you a picture of Izza right now, shoot. Because oh. when we were when we oh. were at Eddie's um, birthday <laughs> thing, I asked him to please take a picture of Eddie and I. And instead, he flipped the phone to make it a selfie. So well, like yeah, that's his move. Bed. So he holds it up like he's taking a picture of you. But then, like, secretly flips it to selfie, selfie cam, yes. and he takes yeah. it, and then he goes, there, I got it for you. And then the person looks and, at it, and it's his face, his big and bald And I'm going to send it to you right now, shoot, because it's actually really funny. Guys, hang on real quick. Oh. Someone, someone does want to just oh. say hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, D. Hi. It's <laughs> it's D. D. Congratulations. It's D. Shoop on D. Nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh d i am so freaking happy for you thank you yeah i heard a little bit of... so awesome d it's been quite a whirlwind but it's all it's all full sail ahead right and shoop's a great dude and we couldn't be happier for you and honestly from the bottom of the collective nuts podcast we wish you guys nothing but better and better Love and respect uh, just day on out from here on out. So go for it, girl, and enjoy every second of it. Yep. Yes, I mean, this is amazing. And tell Pat that um, I completely (laughs) understand any concerns she might have. D-Shoop. Because, I mean, it's crazy, but I I totally believe in you guys. D-Shoop, what you didn't hear was that Jassy is absolutely fully, without joke, expecting to be in the wedding party oh my god don't be don't be a what jesse rewind the pod at four minutes and hear what you said oh my god that is a guarantee no there you go you're guaranteed in wow now go jesse mac commando though yeah there's got to be no underwear under that wedding uh bridesmaid dress I don't want to be weird out this, Dee, but Too late. If, if we're if we're in the wedding together, we will definitely be taking picture commando together. Oh, whoa! For, for for the peeps, yes. yes oh, all right. Sounds only well. right. Yeah. It sounds only right. Well, <laughs> Dee, thank you piece. for coming on. I know you were nervous about it. I appreciate you coming on and making such an awesome announcement. And once again, congrats to both of you guys. Yeah, yes. thank you guys for having me. All right, D Shoop yeah. on D's nuts. Much appreciated. See ya. How about that? How about that, Shoop Dog? Well, everything else seems a little uh, less significant, but we have to move on. Uh, it really does in the <laughs> in the scope. Let's so, just let's just start making the wedding plans right now. Oh boy, 
Turn card. This is this podcast is really turned. The turn cards. Trivia answer from last week and new trivia. Shoop, you said you listened to the pod. The trivia question from last week was, what is the Eagles' all-time playoff record? I know you're not an Eagles guy. Any guess? What's my guess? Yeah, sure. Well, I heard you say that... Um, Izzo was really close. Izzo was closer yeah. than... Uh, let's just say they're 20 and 19. Actually, that's overall. the closest because Shoop uh, is a guess 25 and 35, and the Eagles' all time playoff record is 25 and 25. So, right at 500, I thought it just popped out at me. I knew it was a tough one. I got another tough one for you this week, uh, but I actually had a couple of guesses. Um, but yours was the closest 20, what'd you say, 25 and 19? That was the closest. I said 20 and 19. 20 and 19. That's still good. Six wins away. And as it was 10 wins away. So um, you did good, buddy. Um, you know, maybe six plus, yeah, six plus five is 11. Maybe, maybe as was a little closer. Um, how about this one now, Shoop? It's a Ricky Henderson episode. Remember I said quasi. So he's obviously the number one uh, leader for career stolen bases. Can you name any? Buddy else in the top 10? Jesse, you're up. Loop, very good, Shoop. He's number two. Now, I, I, I know that might not be as impressive to sports guys because we knew when Ricky passed him, it was a big deal. And he mentioned him in his speech and everything. But still, it's a good pull. You got anything else? Um, I'm going to say... Ozzy Smith. No, not on the list. Jesse, you got a guess? What's Brenda's favorite color? Oh, my God. We're moving on. Blood red, actually, is her favorite color. <laughs> okay. I'm actually going to mute, guys. Uh, I'm devastated <laughs> to hear that. I'm devastated. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to have – I got a couple. Uh, I got, Obviously, we gave you Ricky Henderson and Lou Brock. Uh, so, there's eight more names on there. There's maybe two or three max that are not big names. All the rest of them are pretty big names. So, get your answers in for this week's trivia, and we'll see uh, if anybody can get close to that. Now, also in the turn, we got our worst bets updates and our new worst bets. Shoop, please tell me you're prepared with a worst bet for this week. Yeah, you know, I did take some. Uh, I took some notes on some pointers, and they were sick. They were sick of me, you know, being slow with the music, not knowing the odds and whatnot. But I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the uh, L.A. Dodgers over the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow. Money line fifty units. Okay, you're down fifty units for the Dodgers money line on Thursday. Now, I got a bit of a complicated one. Well, first of all, really quick on the update. I just posted a, a updated leaderboard to the gram and AK is making a, you know, an appearance on there. And of course he's down 499 uh, units and a half, 499 and a half units. Um, so I'm not sure if he'll ever get back to the zero line or not, but he's replacing Heine as our, as our, uh, our worst bet of the worst bets. Uh, but I got a complicated one for you. It's actually four separate bets, but one kind of ties together. So the U.S. Women's Open starts tomorrow, and we always cover the men's golf, and I'm a big women's golf fan, so I'm definitely going to be tuned in. 
And I'm not sure, Shoop, if you know who Rose Zhang is or not, but she is a 20-year-old phenom, and she just turned pro two weeks ago and won her first tournament. It was the first um, debut winner since 1951 on the women's tour. Uh, had a solid top 10 last week in her second tournament. I think she's hot. I think she's playing amazing golf. So I actually have two bets based around her. I've got her to win the whole thing at plus 1,000 units. I'm putting 25 units down. And I also have what I consider my absolute gold star lock of the week, essentially lock of the podcast. Okay, I'm one and one on my gold star locks. This one is a stone cold lock. Rose Zhang, top 10. You're getting plus money. So it's plus 105. I'm putting 75 units on Rose to come in the top 10 and another 25 units on her to win the whole thing outright. So obviously if she wins, I'll hit both. Um, Also, I like Nelly Korda in this tournament as well. Nelly Korda uh, starting to play a little bit better golf over the last six months um, coming off injury. I'm going to just put five units down because she's at a cool plus 2,200. All right, so those are my golf bets. And then one last bet for the Phil Dogs. I'm going to go against my boys tomorrow. The Phillies have won 11 straight road games, but they got Christopher Sanchez going tomorrow, and the race pitcher hasn't been announced. I think they're going to do another bullpen game. But, Shoop, I'm hedging my bet, and I'm going 50 units on the raise money line, which has yet to be announced. Uh, so that's four different bets. Pay attention, people. Wow. I'm trying to make you money, and I'm telling you right now, Rose Zhang on a top 10 in the U.S. Open that starts tomorrow. She's she's plus money. She's, at, she's essentially even money. She's plus 105. But if you got 50 units laying around and you want to go to your casino and double it, or you got 500 units, I'm telling you, Go double it. She's going to be in the top 10. That's a stone-cold lock. Put it in the bank, shoot. You don't want to do the 350,000 units? Did, like, the, uh, did that make you laugh the way it made me laugh? Dude, I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. Uh, listen, uh, AK is literally one of my funniest, but so is Izzy for that matter. They both really make me laugh uh, regularly. But I really think it, uh, AK has a sick, twisted, demented, wonderful, witty mind. And his humor makes me laugh very much. So when he came up with that, I didn't see it coming. (laughs) Talking about, well, what do you mean what kind of Philly shorts? I don't know what you're talking about, Philly shorts, (laughs) and then busting his balls about his crazy fly on Banana Republic jeans. There was some great contact. (laughs) Oh, good, man. I'm glad. I appreciate you listening, even though you were literally getting engaged in Vegas. Um that's all I got for the turn, Shoop. I'm going to move on to the river here. We got river and showdown. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Jesse, I, you know, I, my, my bad. I've moved on. I thought if I threw it to you, you'd come back with what kind of cake does she like? So go ahead, Jesse. What's your worst bet for the week? I do have a Pinterest already started actually. Oh boy. (laughs) The red. Stick stick to the content. Uh, Commando. What do you got? But I do have uh, a bet for this week. Go ahead. So so the Mariners are playing the Astros, and I think if we beat them, then we're golden for the playoffs. So I want to put my whole deal on them. Well, Wait. the 200 units Wait a minute. on the Mariners. To- okay, and I have no problem putting your 200 down. What, what the hell are you talking about? You're golden for the playoffs. The playoffs aren't for another three months. 
Yeah, but I feel like if we can beat the Astros, then we're in. Okay, like, so if we take this, yeah. if we take this series, then then we're in. Okay. Yeah, are you, yeah. What's the problem, man? No, if we no, win the series, no lock for the playoffs. No problem, no problem at all. <laughs> Jesse, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. How about that? It's terrific. So, Jesse, are you saying they're going to win, like? Tomorrow, Thursday, or are you going to say a series win? Is it a four-gamer or a three-gamer? I'm going – tell me if this is the right lingo. I'm going money line. Okay, just on tomorrow's game. No. No. So I thought spread was the points, but money line was the – if they do the whole thing. Well, yeah, but that's single game money line. Do you just – Oh, no, 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 no. I want the whole series. Okay, so is it a three gamer or does it start tomorrow? It might be a four gamer. Let me let me it check. It starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. Okay, so it's possible that um, you know they split two two since it's a four gamer. Well, so, I just would. I'm like just to saying. Put my money on them doing the whole. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so you want to go happens? money line all four games, and uh, if they win three of them, they're in the playoffs. I'm with you. Uh, uh, let's yeah. do that. All right, money line. Uh, two, so 50 units apiece per game um, over the next four games. I love it. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you, Jesse. You were very clear and concise. I appreciate it. That's That was for AK. AK. Uh, shout out to AK. I'm not quite sure, but uh, four well, games. because no, I was ready. I was prepared. Oh, I see. Yeah, you were ready. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to the river then. Thank you, Jesse. Appreciate that. Get it? The river. I hear it, but there's so many better river songs. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to have some pre-production meetings because uh, CCR for rolling down the river. Yeah, you know what? Shoot, fuck me. That's a, that's a great that's a great song to pull out. Um, <laughs> Wimbledon is in full effect. Started on Monday. Uh, I'm, as always, watching Wimbledon as much as I can. Um, love women's and men's tennis both really kind of prefer the women's game i think not just because they're better to look at for me but because of the rallies and the volleys and uh you know not as uh, there's fewer aces and 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 shorter point fewer shorter points so um obviously igas Biatek is the um is the favorite but she's even at plus. There's no woman that's at minus money for to win the tournament. So it's uh, you know proverbially wide open. I also think Vic, uh, Victoria Azarenka, uh, uh, lovingly referred to as Vika, she is kind of on a rebound. She had she took a few years off to start a family, and she's back. And she's actually been back now for about 18 months or so. Um, but she's playing good tennis, so I like looking at her odds. Um, also Madison Keys from the United States is playing good, but they're both uh, like 16th seed and 20 seed. Um, so that really is wide open on the women's draw. And I, I'll be, I'll be watching most matches, especially as they get down to the end. And on the men's side, Shoop, I'm sure you're aware, uh, Joker's the only guy who's minus money. Everybody else is plus, including the number one seed, Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, but Joker is just insane. I don't see him losing, but you know, if you can pick the right guy to upset him, you get a nice price. What do you think? He won it in 18, 19, 21, yeah. 22. Yeah. 
Why wouldn't he win it this year? Yeah. He hasn't slowed down. Yeah, he's, that's why he's the only minus money guy on DraftKings. And I, you know, I don't see him. I, I still feel like he's he's right at his plateau and his peak, and he hasn't really hit his the back end yet. Even though it's amazing because he's older, and you know, ten years ago it would be unthinkable for a guy his age and his advanced thirties to uh, to be winning Grand Slams, but. Roger changed the game, and and uh, Rafa continued it, and now Joker is just taking it to a whole nother level, as we see. Um, so that's happening. Obviously, we talked about the U.S. Women's Open. It's at Pebble Beach um, tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Besides Rojang playing, we got Annika Sorenstam with her absolute final U.S. Open. She's got ten majors, so she's by far uh, the most celebrated uh, gal in the field. Obviously, she's well past her prime, but it's good to watch her compete for at least two days. Also, Michelle Wee, or Michelle Wee West, as she's known. Um, absolute young phenom golfer. Joined the tour at, I think, 15 and a half. I followed her career very closely. Uh, sort of came up a little bit short in terms of wins, but she had a lot of pressure on her and made plenty of money. It had, she has love in her life and... Uh, at least one baby, might be two now. Um, so I'm a big Michelle Wee fan, and I continue to root for her and watch. And I think she's also announced that this will be her last U.S. Open uh, as a competitor. But of course, Lexi Thompson gone, and then there's a bunch of those young Asian uh, phenoms uh, from the continent of Asia that are just crushing women's golf right now. So I'm rooting for Rose Zhang. Obviously, you heard my worst bets. Uh, I'll be going back and forth between baseball because my Phillies are doing much better. They've won 21 out of 28 games, shoot 21 and seven in their last 28. And uh, I'll be watching. Yeah. uh, They're, they're playing good. It's pretty much right after the podcast where I said, you know what? They're probably, it just doesn't seem like they're as good as a team as we thought. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, They heard that shit. They took offense. They took offense to that. So, uh, Wimbledon U.S. Women's Open baseball. It's you know I know it's the summer and it's kind of a quote unquote downtime before the NFL gets going, but I got a lot to watch and I'm um, gonna be going on a little bit of an extended weekend here with the family on a on a small holiday trip and uh, I got nothing else besides um, besides showdown. So you got any suckouts for us, Shoop? I do have a suckout. All right, baby, let's go for it. Tonight, my suck out is to anyone who abuses a public restroom. Oh, boy. Like you got to ask yourself why. And I can't tell you that I've been in a lot of women's public restrooms, but I can certainly attest that the condition of the vast majority of men's rooms in public are a complete disaster. They're just holes. You know what I'm talking about. Holes. There's no aim. There's no care. It's it's disgusting. And why in God's holy name would some low-life piece of garbage go in there and piss all over the walls, throw paper all over the place, graffiti? I just like, I again, how I want a locker room referee throwing yeah. flags at yeah, assholes that need to put a towel on. Yep. We need a civil servant working in parks and recreation to be in the bathroom would you pay tase those people would you pay you know a couple of dozen bucks every paycheck 
how to you know in the taxes to pay for a a public attendant at least one in every public restroom I'm going on record right now to state that I would be happy to give at least $20 a paycheck yeah. to fund this person's career yeah. to ensure that we have some cleanliness in public rights. That's putting your money where your mouth is, Shoop. It's good to come with a suck out and then be ready to put your money where your mouth's at. And I love it. And I would support that too. And I've been to a few, like Augusta National comes to mind, where there's probably a dozen uh, attendance in there and man oh man it was a little bit awkward maybe we'll save this story for later but um i i did want to you brought this up and i immediately thought of something and this made the local news not here in my city but this made the local news and i've seen it and so we've talked about news bloopers in the past right this was one of them that i'll never forget a woman was reporting on a story where a guy was arrested at a Lowe's or Home Depot, I forget. It was one of the home improvement places uh, because he was overheard walking into the public restroom and he said, I'm fixing to blow this place up. And they <laughs> called in a bomb threat and they literally came and got the guy and he was still on the throne and he said, no, no, you guys understood. I just meant I was going to blow this place up. So they reported that on the news and they like they got it mid sentence and then they just start dying laughing. So uh, uh, now you're saying more physical damage and, and being a mess. But also, man, it, it's like public restrooms. It's where guys go to drop off dead cats and rats out of their ass. Seems like. Especially airport. I know, but what a lovely, what a, what a lovely, generous facility to, to give us. You know what I mean? And and that's how we treat it. Those public restrooms yeah. are spotless. I, I don't understand. Well, I'm I'm partial to. When I'm, when, Go ahead. When I'm turtle heading, buddy, and I'm in I'm in the red zone. <laughs> I don't want to sit in. You know what? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, funny. Shoot, my suck out this week, and we'll see if Jassy's got one too. Uh, it's sort of quasi related to yours, and and we did not uh, plan this, but. Um, I, 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 I had a suck out and then I thought about changing my suck out to, uh, and I'm not going to change it, but I'm just going to tell you what I almost changed it to. Should people be giving respect to others by showing up to appointments on time? But I'll skip that suck out shoot. Whoa, whoa. That sounded personal. <laughs> All right. Moving on to my actual suck out is it's just a kind of a, it's like a small one this week. It's not a full one. People are tired of hearing me bitch and complain. I got a lot of feedback on my last week's. I can't imagine how people disagree with the three dots, but but there uh, or you know what I want to see is two dots. I, a lot I had Ruben left me a horrible message calling me all kinds of names. Uh, I got text messages from some Philly peeps saying that I'm overreacting about the three-dot thing. Wait a minute. Ruben was calling you all sorts of horrible names? Jesse, he, you know how, I don't know how he does this. He didn't call me because he's not a real man and he couldn't allow me to answer my phone, right? Because if I answered my phone and he started in on me, he knows I would have just berated him and ripped apart his argument. Instead... He just leaves a message like he auto leaves a message on my phone and, you know, I pick it up and it's him and he's like, I'm driving. Oh, actually, shout out to Ruben. He had a hole in one 
last Friday at what? at Nile Public Golf Course. Relevant. Yeah, uh, hole nine, hundred twenty yards, nine iron. No. I, I I don't know why he's hitting nine iron. That's two clubs lighter than me. You but you were golfing with him? No, no, he just texted oh, me. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Uh, so anyway, shout out to Rue for hole one. But he leaves a message just ripping my argument apart. Of course, he's dumb, and he doesn't understand sports. He can't spell sports if it smacked him in the face. And he thinks that he knows that you're supposed to have three dots. We'll get him on to discuss. He'll, right. We'll berate so him. I've, I've seen you guys playing basketball before, you and Ruth. Basketball? And I... Well, you guys had that little net in the, oh, um, that ain't, that ain't... In the warehouse. Yeah, okay. Oh, that doesn't count? No, okay. it doesn't right, count, but go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay. I want to well, hear your story. Well, I, I just, there were several times when I know for sure that he schooled you, and now you're saying that uh, he Okay, he yeah. Jesse, on Jesse, you, you, I'm going to take the high Keep road it together, here. I'm going to take Keep the high together. road here. Are you mad? Oh, my gosh. Are you mad at me right now? No, I'm not mad. Like, I'm disappointed because... I have you on a sports podcast, and it's like you don't. You're well, gonna tell I mean, schooled me at what throwing <laughs> p- trash out of it. So I was slaving away in the warehouse, and I'd come into the office part, and you guys are just in there shooting hoops. So well, I can't deny that. Attention. I won't deny yeah. that him and I definitely yeah. buzz off. But hey, he's a business owner, and you know <laughs> and you can't you yell. His, yeah. yeah and so. I was just a pair There you go. All right, let me get on with my suck out, please. Um, Carry on. It's it's kind of a small one, so it's really not that big. Oh, also, did I say I want Nelly? Yeah, I'm rooting for Nelly Corda, by the way. I, I want to see her win, too. Um, people who disregard signs in any aspect that you think, so whether it's a parking sign or walk up to grab something sign, and, okay, at best... These people are ignorant, right? They're, they're, they're just kind of dumb. They don't, like, figure out that there's a sign there and it should even be read. So that's one level of ignorance. At worst, these people read this sign, or whatever sign it may be, and then disregard it as if it's meant for everyone else in the world, but not them. And I, I can go into 15 different stories, but I don't want to bore everybody. But you know what I mean? It... it it's it really aggravates me, and you know what? Like I know people are going to accuse me of you know being you know a moral cop, whatever. I I I not only try to live by what I bitch about, but I taught my kids to I raised them to be respectful and kind. And if there's a sign that says like uh, this table is reserved, or uh, don't have your dog piss on our grass, or handicap spot only or whatever whatever there's a sign and it's like the people that disregard it they look at it and go like oh that, that must mean when the bank's open or whatever the fuck it's just like it just aggravates me so i know i, I know it's not a huge suck out but there's been some things in my life recently and it's been on my mind so i'm getting it out there people if you see a sign have the dignity and the respect to read it figure out if the shoe applies and then wear it or not thank you yeah, don't be self-righteous. Yes. Don't take oh, more than 10 items in the, the 10 or less. Oh, that's a perfect example, shoot. Perfect example. Now, those signs are actually getting fewer and further between. They're taking them away, which is fine. If the if the rule's not there and you want to bring your fucking 
$400 a grocery cart through the self. Go ahead. But when the sign's there, 15 items or less for the self-checkout, and you got somebody coming in with their two-week grocery fucking trip, like that aggravates the shit out of me, Shoop. And I do a really good job of not making a scene and causing and being Mr. fucking White Knight and, you know, policing everybody about it. But it definitely gets under my skin. And I think, like, you know, if we all were like that, the world would be way more of a fucking shitty place. And you assholes are, you know, bleeding the shit into society. I'm sorry, but that's a perfect example, Shoop Dog. Thank you. Well, I'm glad I could help. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, okay, so we're, I mean, at best, a person might go, oh, I didn't see it. Well, okay, now next week when you're here, you're going to do the same goddamn thing and pretend and play stupid again. Jassy, you got to suck out? I do. I changed mine, too. All right. Because um, I, I was going to do the uh, men's uh, soccer fouls because the, that's an old trustee of mine. Oh, that's a good one, huh? That's a good one. Yeah, it's, it is. it is. Save that for another pod. I yeah, I have to switch it because my cousin Jacob um, finally got to ump in the major leagues. Yay! Uh, yeah, it was a big wow. deal. Yeah, he did a couple of spring training games that that I watched, but, but go ahead, tell tell, yep. tell the peeps. Yep, yep, and he was on the list for uh, if someone got sick or needed to take a vacation. There's an alternate, whatever. I think they call that, yep. Yep, yep, an alternate. And so uh, he's actually gotten to stay up there, which has been a really big deal. Um, he got to uh, um, for the Mariners uh, Baltimore Orioles. Game. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it, it just it, it was such an emotional thing for me. Like I feel myself getting emotional just talking about it because I obviously have known him since he was born. Oh, yeah, and you've so, told me how hard he's worked and dedicated oh, man, his he, life and the people in his life have had to bend over backwards and it's just like this has been his dream. Yes, he worked so hard and uh, he loved baseball. He got an injury on his shoulder when he was in high school so he didn't um, get to play college but he knew he wanted to do something with baseball so he dedicated his life to umping and he is so good at it. So my um, my <laughs> suck out tonight. I hope you're going is, in the direction I was thinking. Is, Go ahead. Uh, no, no, I'm probably not. Uh, the the box, the the uh, strike box. Okay. So the strike he, zone. Yeah, yeah, the strike zone. So out of um a hundred pitches, he got four wrong. Sweet. Um, for 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 the in the box, you know. Yep. Ninety six percent. Yep. Uh, yeah, and, and so just talking to his mom, which obviously she's biased, so it, it it could be wrong, but she said looking at his stats and stuff, he didn't even get those wrong. I I, th- I think I think the box is wrong. Well, you're definitely a, a, you're not a, a fan of the proposed rule change where they, I'm still back there, but a, a batter can challenge once per at bat, and then they check it. So, because uh, if you don't trust the box, what is there to trust, Jazzy? Yeah. yeah, I just, I, I. You think he was a hundred? You can't. You, you, you're not taking ninety-six percent. You thought he did a hundred percent correct. 
No, I I watched very closely. Like we even got that thing, Eddie, the extra innings. Yeah. Oh, 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 and there was another uh, call that he made that was uh, that was reviewed, and it. Um, they confirmed it. Returned. it. Yeah, they <laughs> nice, confirmed it. Nice. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's doing good. That's gonna he's gonna have a long uh you know career in umpiring. That's awesome. I thought you were I thought you were gonna say your suck out is towards fans that yell at the umpire. That's exactly what I thought her suck out was gonna be, which would be just as legitimate. I love that too. Because I can't no, stand he, that. No, he can totally handle all that stuff. Yeah, I'm but saying, still like, it doesn't I, make it better. I watched I watched him very closely and I feel like he got every single call right. Well, that's awesome, Jassy. Shout out. What's his name? Can, do you want to out there? Or? Jacob Metz. Just Metz, M-E-T-Z? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Jacob Metz, uh, welcome to the world of the big leagues, buddy. And we're all jealous that you get to do that for a living. So congrats and, and stick with it and hang in there. Um, yeah, shoot. I used to listen to, um, when I first moved out here, I used to listen to Mariners fans. There would be a there would be a fastball right down the middle, strike out Edgar Martinez, and I know you you know you can't Saint Edgar out here, but it would be right down the heart of the plate. Umpire would correctly call strike three, and everybody would go, oh boo, oh boo, up, and I'm going, how about boo Edgar, take the bat off your now obviously he's a legend, he's a great hitter, but stop booing the refs, you don't know better than them, they're right on top of the play, they're human beings. Um, so either one of those suckouts you know, were good, Jesse. Good it, job. It's really no, it's really funny. As I'm sitting here reflecting on this, I'm totally gonna be one of those moms. Then that when Maxine is batting or something, uh, at the, and the ump calls. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get all over the up the yeah. poor 16 year old yeah, like, I, cheese I, I face pe- pepperoni <laughs> cheese face you know kid who doesn't know hardly know anything. You're gonna be all over him for calling a fucking strike when it was half a ball off the black. Yeah, because. Yeah. Because I'm saying my cousin, who's an umpire in the major leagues, now is getting a hundred out of us. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You're not biased either. All right, Jesse. All right, good okay. suck out. Appreciate it. We're probably heading out, Jesse. So I appreciate you joining us from the pint, uh, from the pub again. Have another pint, and we'll no, catch you next week. Y'all. Good luck on your uh, four money line games, and we'll check in with you next week. And what else can I say to the Shoop Dog besides? Go ahead, shoot. What do you got? Oh, I thought you were riding us out. I uh, had some beautiful music. Well, I am in a second. Uh, I, what else can I say, though, uh, for gracing that announcement on our podcast? Uh, congrats to you and D Shoop. And, uh, you know, you're the man, brother, and live your life. And good luck every day, my man. And thanks again Brenda, for joining me. Appreciate D. the love. D, D, let's be friends. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get us out of here. All right, little Beatles. Thanks, everybody. Episode 24. We'll see you next week. In the books. For the silver anniversary. I think it's 25 years, right? 25, whatever. Thanks, peeps. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>